when you have anxiety over getting back out there and getting back into sex, you have to really ask yourself, all right, what do I think? What am I expecting from sex? And then see how it relates to your anxiety. Because for him, his best expectation of a sexual experience had to do with someone else's reaction, someone else's feelings, had nothing to do with him. And anything that's completely out of our control, we tend to get a little anxious about. You know, if we obsess over it, because we don't know for sure if she's going to react that way. We don't know if she's going to have a powerful orgasm. You can't just know that. You can't just be a guy who's like, oh, I know I'm going to give every woman a powerful orgasm. No, you fucking can't know that ever. You know, like... Welcome to What I Love About Sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kanowski, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo, and I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Sex podcast. Today's episode is about when you're just getting back into it, or maybe you're not even getting back into it, meaning sex, yet, but you're like, holy shit, it's been a while. What the fuck do I do? It has been a while. Because this can often prevent a lot of guys from getting back out there. The simple thought alone of it's been a while, and then what happens? It's been even more of a while. <laughs> Another year goes by. Another eight months go by and you're like, shit, <laughs> it's getting worse. So we want to tackle this in today's episode in terms of what you should be thinking about, what perspective you need to take mentally when it comes to getting back out there when it comes to sex. But before I do, I want to remind you guys that or tell you for the first time on the podcast, that I'm running a special for my VIP coaching call. This is a call that lasts for 90 minutes and leaves you with a tangible game plan of how exactly you need to go about tackling your sex-related challenge. It's a true. It's truly a really effective call, guys. Like I wholeheartedly believe in this call. I know that every man I work with who steps away from it is happy they did and is excited to move forward and feels so much clearer on their problem and so much clearer on what they need to do to solve their problem. And that's what I want to provide for you. So I'm offering a 50% discount. This is only going for today. It was from last week, but I opened it up due to popular demand for one more day. And um, it will be available today, Friday, July 15th, 2022. For you guys. So if you want to click the link below, just go to the VIP coaching special in the the description and you'll use the code VIP50 and that will give you access to 50% off. This is the best investment you can make with me at this rate because you get my one-on-one attention and you also get an action plan 
for how to solve your issue. A lot of you guys, that's what you need. You don't need 90 days with me. You don't need months. You need an intensive session of realizing, wow, I've been doing this for so long, trying to think it's going to solve this problem, when really I need to be doing this. Because Steph has worked with multiple guys who have done this and got that end result. So trust me, this is going to benefit you. Sign up for the call today. Don't miss out on the 50% sale because I never do this. It's a flash sale. came out of nowhere. Um, So go ahead and take advantage of that in the description. Okay. So today's topic. I'm going to take today's topic and use a specific example. Um, Yeah, in regards to getting back out there. So... A lot of you may be in this scenario and maybe you're maybe you're even not feeling too great in your current relationship and you're thinking of separating, you're thinking of divorcing. Maybe you are in the process of divorce and maybe you're single, maybe you're in a relationship but it's not working out, but you're terrified of getting back out there so you're just staying in this relationship because you don't want to have to start over. There are so many people in this position of I'm terrified of getting back out there. I haven't had sex in a while. I haven't done this in a while. I don't want to start over. I like where I, I'm not happy where I am, but I prefer it over starting over, right? And that's really not a good place to be in, guys, because if you're that afraid of starting over, then just think about all the shit you're going to deal with in relationships that don't serve you. And then you're going to resent your partner. You're going to grow into resentment with this partner. You're going to lose love for them, lose real, true, genuine connection and affection for them and with them. And it's going to lead to a very heavy, toxic relationship. And we don't want that for you. We want you to feel the freedom of being able to leave and feeling confident with that freedom to be able to leave. Even if you're really happy right now in your relationship and things are going great, I still want you to feel the freedom that you're able to leave. Because doesn't that make the relationship better where you realize, wow, I'm actually choosing to be in this relationship versus feeling like I have to be? That's such an empowering feeling. That's such an that's such a great feeling. <laughs> Okay, like that makes you feel like I hate using this word, but that alpha male you want to feel like. Um, And I I know a lot of guys resonate with that. You know, you want to feel a sense of control. You want to feel power. And I think we all should feel a sense of control and power in our lives and in our relationships over our own thoughts and actions. Because when we feel out of control, like I said, that's when we that's when the resent comes in. That's where the fear of our partner comes in. That's where the annoyance comes in. It's not always about the partner. It's about how you're interpreting the relationship that has a lot to do with your feelings. So let's rewind a little and let's talk about what you need in order to get that freedom feeling. Even if you're in a good relationship, all right, even if it's super healthy, we still want you, like I said, to have that freedom of choosing that you can leave if you wanted to. And if you're not in a good spot, especially you, listen up. So I was talking to um, a guy on my Instagram yesterday. We were DMing back and forth a bit. And he brought up, um, he was bringing up concerns around his erections and he hasn't had a lot of sexual experiences, which he said makes it worse because he's not able to really gauge where he is erection-wise consistently. Um, 
And, you know, he has sex every, I don't know if he told me this or if this was another guy that I'm mixing it up with, but he had, he has sex very sporadically. I know that. That's for sure. He has sex very sporadically. So there's always some type of erection issue, whether it's like an obvious one or not so obvious. So he's at the point where he's like, oh man, like I don't even know if I was to even have a partner, if I would feel confident in my erections. So I'm just like not confident at all getting back out there and really pursuing someone because I have this fear of my erection issues and I I just, that's what I think about. And it's just, I don't want to have these issues and I also want more sexual experiences, but I also believe I'm masturbating too much and maybe that's a problem. So I think I have a masturbation problem. And he just basically was talking about all the pressures that he's dealing with sexually. And when I asked him, I hear you on this. I hear all these frustrations, which, by the way, are super common among so many men. So he's not alone here. I'm sure if you're listening, you realize he's not alone here. Um, and and what I asked him was, what does your ideal sex life look like and feel like? You know, if kind of like if I was to have a magic wand right now and just zoop. All right. You have everything you want. What would it be? And his immediate reaction was I would want her to positively react. I would want her to um, have great pleasure and orgasms. I would want her to think blah, blah, blah. And I pointed out, do you realize that everything you say you want has everything to do with her and nothing to do with you? I asked what you would want to see for yourself, like how you would want to experience pleasure and how that would make you feel. And right away, everything's about her. And when I brought this up, you know, my whole point of bringing this up is that when you have anxiety over getting back out there and getting back into sex, you have to really ask yourself, all right, what do I think? What am I expecting from sex? And then see how it relates to your anxiety. Because for him, his best expectation of a sexual experience had everything to do with someone else's judgment had to do with someone else's reaction, someone else's feelings, had nothing to do with him. So think about how what his, his highest, best expectations are completely out of his control. And anything that's completely out of our control, we tend to get a little anxious about. You know, if we obsess over it, and if we totally take the power away for ourselves, then yeah, we're going to hold a lot of anxiety and we're going to fear that thing. Because we don't know for sure if she's going to react that way. We don't know if she's going to have a powerful orgasm. You can't just know that. You can't just be a guy who's like, oh, I know I'm going to give every woman a powerful orgasm. No, you fucking can't know that ever. You know, like no woman can say that about a guy either. You just can't. Everybody, everybody works differently. So you never, you can't just guarantee that for yourself. And you can't set that up as an expectation. Because it's just automatically going to lead to anxiety, crippling anxiety. If that's your focus, if that's your obsession, if that's what you actually are expecting, I think it's a great goal to get to the point of giving your partner so much pleasure that they have great orgasms. Cool. I, I hope that we all want that for our partners, you know, that we can make our partners feel as pleasurable as possible in a sexual moment together. But But that's not always the case and we can't make that the end expectation. So what we have to do 
is, and what you guys have to do in this predicament is set yourself up for like, okay, when it comes to sex, it's been a while with sex, right? It's been a while. Um, but how do I want to feel like, how do I want to react in my best sexual scenario? And how do I want to feel? And sometimes that's, you know, I want to feel like I can handle any hiccup that comes and we can laugh it off or I can make like a funny or like sexy joke or comment about it. That's a very realistic expectation because things come up and when they do, if you can handle anything that comes up, think about how empowering that is to get to the point of like, I want to feel so confident and so relaxed and so like go with the flow that even when something awkward comes up, like an erection issue or, you know, she farts. I don't know. <laughs> just like thinking of awkward things that can come up in bed. Like you're just a go with the flow guy that it's there's nothing you can't react to effortlessly and confidently. Like, imagine yourself doing that. And better yet, imagine a scenario, if you have one, a past memory of when you did do this. When something, when something, when there was a little hiccup during sex and you handled it like a boss. You were just like, you were just like, ah, like, okay, like, ha, like, that's no big deal. All right, let's get back to it. You know, you were just like cruising along because you were so in the moment and you were so present that there was no worry in your body. It was just relaxation and flirtation and fun. So my whole my whole mission is to get you guys to feel like sex can be so much more pleasurable than you think because you've been you've been taught a lot of you have been taught to have so much pressure behind it. And when you're taught to have that pressure, it's almost like you need to expect that pressure. Right? But you don't. You don't have to expect that. So let's lose the pressure scenarios. Let's put you more in control of how you want to feel and what you want it to look like. And picture right now like the moment when you felt the most relaxed during sex or you had the best, smoothest reaction to something that happened during sex. I want you to think about, like think of your body language. How did you smile? How did you look at her when you did it or said it? And if you can't think of a sexual memory, think of any memory. When there was some sort of hiccup and you handled it super smoothly. Like think about how your body felt, how you looked, how you were perceived by the other person. Because honestly, that's that should be the goal for the majority of you guys during sex. To when something comes up, know you can handle it as smoothly and confidently as possible. And if you can imagine past scenarios of you doing that, that means you have that ability in your body. And everyone can get to this place in their body of having that ability of handling things that way. Right? It's like the simple idea of when I ask you what your name is. You say your name. And like, it's just super, you're super chill about it. You know it. You're 100% confident about it. There's no nervousness. There's no hesitation. There's no, what is she going to think? Like, there's... I mean, maybe if you have a really weird fucking name, but like, <laughs> but I'm sure even if you have a weird name, you use your middle name or your last name, whatever. Um, so you know what I mean. I, I want you guys to think, you know, what am I, when I think of sex and I think of the best version of sex or the, the best ideal outcome, 
how can I put myself in more control than I put her in control? And it's not to say you have to be controlling during sex. I hope you know that what I'm saying is you have to feel in control of your, your body and your mind. And this is the best way to do that. It's to make you think about, all right, how do I want to react during sex? How do I want to look? How do I want to feel? How do I want to express myself? How do I want to ask for certain needs to be met? And what if she says no to those needs? How do I want to respond? And sometimes it does take going through, going through the motions in your head or putting them out on paper. What are my needs that I'm terrified to ask for? Okay, what if my next sexual partner, I ask this one? You know, maybe it's a baby step. Maybe I really love jerking off on her face, but <laughs> she may not be ready for that. And maybe a baby step is jerking off on her stomach or asking for that, right? If you're in a situation with a partner you've, you've been with a while, most likely. Um, if you're just getting back out there and you just don't know like how to touch a woman, you don't know how, what women want, you need to ask. That's it. You just ask. I think a lot of guys have anxiety getting back out there because they assume, oh, I should know. I'm the man. I should know everything and I shouldn't do it perfectly. No. I mean, yeah, you should know a few things. You know, watch, watch a few love scenes in the movies in terms of how to caress and, and caress gently. Like, that's not that hard. You know, and when it comes to sexual, um, the, the sexual anatomy of the body, it's okay to ask. It's okay to tell her, Okay, you touch exactly where you want me to touch. Like, show me with your hand exactly how you want me to touch you. Like, you can do that in a sexy way. You can say those words and not have it be awkward or not make it seem like you don't know what you're doing. I think that's one of the best things a guy can ask because it shows, like, I want to pleasure you exactly how you love to be pleasured. I want to touch you exactly where you want to be touched and how you want to be touched there. That's what that's saying to me when I hear that question or that statement. So you can't fear it. And you got to think of you asking those questions during sex as a form of confidence versus a form of inadequacy or lack of experience. No, that's just you bringing the pressure back into sex as you think has to be there. Remember, pressure does not have to be there. Let's get rid of it. Let's bring the pleasure back in. What's associated with the pleasure? The confidence of asking the questions. The touching and in between asking her if that feels good or if you want her to change it up. The thrust and the power of your thrust or the speed of your thrust And just, how does that feel? You like that? You know, you can dirty talk your way to communication. You don't have to be like, oh, this is, I haven't done this in a long time. Um, Do you, (laughs) like, we don't have to have that weird conversation. Not that it's weird. I think you could be open, very open with, I haven't done this in a, there's no, there's nothing wrong with admitting you haven't done it in a while. But we associate that 
saying that or communicating that, hey, I haven't done this in a while, we associate that with fear and with this hesitation of like, uh, you know, I'm going to look like a fool. I'm going to be like a shaky, nervous idiot. <laughs> no, you're not. Or you don't have to be. You know, you could still be a sexy, calm, confident guy and still relay the info that, hey, just so you know, it's been a while, but but let's fucking do this because you're sexy as hell. Like, and I can't wait to touch you. Saying something like that, there's nothing wrong or nothing. Like, I think that would be sexy to come across and be honest about that. It's in your delivery. It's in the way you're thinking about it. If you're thinking about it like this is going to go horribly wrong, then yeah, it honestly probably will if that's your focus and that's your obsession. And the majority of you are thinking like that, which is why you're not having sex, which is why you're not getting out there. And then another so many months goes by and then you're like, oh, it's been a while. It's been a while. I just don't know. I'm nervous because it's been a while. Yeah, it's just going to keep being a while (laughs) unless you face the fears of discomfort and potential awkwardness and get back out there. And guess what? I'm not saying just because you you think about it and plan it out that everything's going to go smooth. Things may still go awkward. But how are you going to handle the situations that do that are awkward? Because guess what? Even for the most confident of us, there's still awkward moments during sex. There's still mishaps. There's still things that happen. Okay? Even me. Like, I was with a sex partner pretty recently And he was dealing with erectile dysfunction. And me doing what I do, I was like, all right, Steph, you should know exactly how to handle this. Come on. Like, what are you going to say to make him like feel okay about this? Like, what are you going to do? And in my head, even I was feeling a bit awkward for a moment. And I do this for a living. (laughs) And everything turned out okay. And I knew it would. But there is there's always going to be those moments of like, oh, okay, uh, this usually doesn't happen. So how am I going to handle with it? And that's how am I going to handle it? And that's okay. You know, like we're all going to have those moments. Um, So I want you to think about your new expectations walking away from this podcast. If it's been a while and you haven't had sex for a while and you're getting nervous about it, ask yourself, all right, why am I getting nervous? What are my thoughts around the expectations? Because that's what's making you nervous. Not the fact you haven't done it in a while. You know, because if if you're really good at basketball and you haven't played in a really long time, but you were in like the championship, whatever, like <laughs> anything about sports, but like it's been like it's been 10 years. I'm sure if someone was like, hey, let's go, let's just go dribble a ball on the court tomorrow. Like, I'm sure you'd be like, oh, OK, cool. Yeah, let's do it. Like you'd have that like nonchalant confidence because you're like, hey, like I used to practice that, you know, like I'm I'm confident about basketball for the most part. I know I can dribble the ball like I'll be fine. Like you don't overthink it because there's that sense of like, all right, I'm familiar with that. I know what I I know what I need to do there. I know how to do that. And I know a lot of you are like, well, I haven't I maybe I won't know how to do what she needs to do because it's a new partner and it's been so long. Then you ask. That's it. Your familiarity, familiarity, with, I always have trouble with that word. I apologize. Um, should be about asking questions and communicating, not about thinking or assuming you have to know everything about every woman's body because you never will. So when you can own that fact 
And you can admit that to yourself and you can make it more about how do I want to feel with women sexually versus what does this woman have to think about me? Then you win. Then you conquer the hesitation of getting back out there. Because you know how you want to feel. You know how you, how you want it to play out. And if a hiccup gets in the way, cool. You still aim towards how you want it to play out. So you guys got this. You can do this. And like I said, even those of you who are in relationships that are working out great, I still want you to think about this. I still want you to think about what is the, what is the ideal scenario for me having sex with my partner like ideal scenario in terms of like how I want to react how I want to act like what is the main word that I want to describe me during my best sexual experience what is that word what is that word to describe me and what is the main feeling I want to feel for me personally it's relaxed and I like the words relaxed fun and passionate. I like those words. Because even, and I shared this on Instagram, even when I feel awkward during moments sexually, like, I'll do weird shit. Like, I (laughs) I mentioned on Instagram that I sing sometimes when I'm awkward, like, new girl. Like, I'll do like... But like usually it's with a partner I know well who just like starts laughing too. And it's just like then it's a funny moment. But like I have little quirks that I do. I think everyone has little quirks about them (laughs) of how they handle, you know, mishaps. And that's what makes it that's what makes it a genuine experience. You know, when you try to not be human and when you try to be this perfect sex machine, that's when you're not in the moment. And too many guys do that. They're not themselves. They're not asking for what they really want. They're not expressing themselves how they really want to. They're not able to relax and like crack a smile or a joke. Like everything's super serious. And it's just like, ah, like that's that's what makes the woman tense during sex too. Like you feed her that tense energy and then it's not, that's not sexy. That's just tense. It's it's not relaxing. It's the opposite where you want to be in order to reach your peak arousal and actually have an orgasm and feel really good. So anyway, get back to how you want to feel. Main description of how you want to um, act and respond and then the main emotion feeling. All right. So that is it, guys. If I hope this helped you um, in whatever case scenario you're in, I hope this helped at least a little bit. And don't forget to sign up for the VIP coaching call because truly, if you're in a predicament that you can't get out of and you've been there for months or years, don't hesitate on this. You need to do something different. Obviously, what you're trying to do is not working. And most likely, you're just feeding the wrong thing or wrong ideas to your mind that's having you continue the same action that's getting you the same result that you're dissatisfied with. So you have to change what you're doing. You have to stop doing what you're doing now and you have to try something new. I can give you the action plan to try something new. So reach out to me. All right. Um, That is it, guys. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night wherever you are in the world and I will talk to you soon. Bye. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, I would love for you to leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me. 
You can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski. And before I go, remember, your sex life is as good as you make it out to be. Until next time.